0: Mara Morit Katan Dab Zain. Almasek has been dedicated by Mr. Martin Rani Rifashilemaharabit Sal Ben Mazal Tov and Narefanalo Betok Sharh Amoysael Amen. We begin today's Dafan Zayin, Amudishun. We're right on the top of the Amud. Ad Kama. So we said uh that if you have uh, two antholes uh that are close to each other, so then they could smell each other's uh you know, dirt. And therefore, it's not, they're not threatened by it because they know that there's something else in the neighborhood. So when we said yesterday's Zdaf at the end, um, that um, in order for them not to have a connection between the two end holes, you need to have a river, and the river cannot have any connection. River separating between the two holes, and there's no plank or bridge where they can go back and forth. But if you have any of those items where they can travel back and forth, so then they'll know about the other anthole and they could smell it and therefore they won't be threatened by the um uh by by, by the other uh, by the other ant. So now I'm gonna ask one more question regarding that. Adkama, which means what's the distance between the two antholes that they're still considered close to each other? And we'll learn that she, the way that she understands that question is Adkama Miru Hakim Hanitrei Neharad Even when you have a river in between them. Vedeka gishra'an, there's no bridge, The en makirim han'i which means even though there's a river, and even though there's no bridge, I'm sorry, even though there's a river, and even though there's no bridge, still there's a distance, uh, a minimum distance uh, between them. So the Gemara says parsa. What does parsa mean? So it says, ileka parsa benayu, if there's no parsa distance between them, afagav di'ika nahara, Even though there's a river, and there's no bridge to cross it, they can recognize each other. At least they can smell, they have good smell. So, therefore, as long as it's within a parsa, even though they have no access, because there's a river, but they can't get across it, it doesn't matter. As long as it's within a parsa, they recognize each other. And therefore, regarding what we said on yesterday's uh, daft, that the way you destroy an anthole is you take from the dirt of a different anthole and you put it on, they think they're being attacked. And therefore, there, they start to kill each other. That's only if they're not aware of the other antel, that it exists. Um, and uh, the Gemara is saying over here, that even if you have a river, and even if you don't have access across it, but it's within a parsa, so then um, they uh, within a the parsa, they're still able to recognize more than the parsa, know. Fine. Now let's go to the today's piece of Gemara. So we learned in the Mishnah that you're allowed to trap animals on hola animals that will cause a hefsed to the field. So the Gebaras says over here, the Biudah said, from a, uh, an orchard, a field of trees, where these animals, if you're not going to trap them, they'll destroy the field, it'll be hefsed, you could trap it in the normal way. However, from a... A field of wheat, shilo kidarko. You can trap on Holamued, but Shiloh kidarko not in the normal way. Tara banan. Ket Sat Kid What's the normal way of trapping? Hofer guma, you dig a hole, Vitode ba mit and you put a trap in it. That's the normal way. Ket Sat Shilokid Darko. What's the nor the not the normal way? No, it's put you put a stake in the ground, and um kordom, and you bang on the you bang it with a Kurdom with a hammer, um bardeha adama mit and what does it do? It causes the ground underneath to become softened and it falls on the on the animal. And therefore, it's going to trap it. As she says, where the animals are found, and basically it softens the ground and it ultimately crushes them. <coughs> that would be not the normal way, obviously, to trap. So gibra says, we have a Even though we said that when you're getting rid of these animals from a field of wheat, that you have to do it in an unusual manner. That's only talking about a steh that's close to the city. So therefore there's no, there's no really threat because uh, uh, it's only close to a city. And therefore there's no problem. However, But if steh is close to steh that we're worried it's going to go from one field to the next, and if it goes to the Steh <inaudible> Ha'ilan, it'll be a, a big loss. So then, <inaudible> you could trap them from the Sete <inaudible> Ha'ilan, <inaudible> <inaudible> we're worried that it, when these animals move from place to place, they might move from the Steh and go destroy the trees from the Steh Ha'ilan. So the only one it's next to the city where there's no threat. So therefore, you could trap Shiloh <inaudible> Kedarko. But again, if it's next to the Steh Ha'ilan, where there is a threat of great loss, so you can even trap it from the stair, we learned that if you have a fence, and the fence became breached, so you're allowed to fix the fence on Holam moed, and we said also the Mishnah in So, But we learned that you can only fix these fences in an abnormal or unusual manner. So the Gemara says, how do you fix the breach? So you use these different, like, uh, leaves, palm leaves, and different type of uh, branches and things like that from the tree and just to plug up the, uh, the hole. You pile it with stones, but you don't put plaster. So that would also be a shinui. This is only talking about the wall of a garden but if it's the wall of a courtyard you can build the wall in the normal fashion because you if you don't build the wall in a normal fashion there's going to be that are going to come in and therefore it'll be a tremendous so when it comes to residential you can build the wall normally why? again you're protecting from when did the Mishnah say that you could build the wall that's referring to just protecting the Garden. We have a proof to this concept that Abchazda said You have a wall, and the wall is leaning in the Rishut Rabim. This wall over here is like tilting. And therefore, what does it say? You can knock down the old wall and build a new wall in the normal manner because we're worried about collapse. And God forbid, if the wall collapses, it can injure people. Oh, so what do we see over here? That we see that this is talking about a wall of the Arabim. So, a wall of the Arabim where there's, uh, you know, it's a wall of a, a courtyard. So, obviously, it's different than a, a garden wall. Rashid says, So, it's no different than a court of a Just like the court of the Nishut that's about to fall. You're allowed to knock it down and build it in a normal manner. That's not a garden. So, you see what? That, there's a difference between a garden wall and a Hatzer wall. So, the government said, What are you talking about? Over there, we gave the reason. The only reason why you're allowed to fix that wall in the Shutanabim is because it's Hatzer. That a regular wall of a Hatzer, where there's no sakana, maybe you would not be allowed to fix. So if you have no proof from fixing a wall that is about to collapse from a, fixing a wall of a Hatser, no proof from Rav Chazda. We have a different version of this. Ta have a wall that's leaning into the Rishut word that it's going to fall. You can actually demolish the old wall and build a new wall because of the danger. So the Gemara now poses a question. The only reason why you can do it because there is Sakana. But if it wasn't Sakana, you would not be allowed. So therefore, how could you tell me you could rebuild the wall of a Hatzer? There's no Sakana over there. It sounds like the only time that you're allowed to rebuild the wall is when there is danger but how could Rav Chazda come along and say you could rebuild the wall of a haser? There's no danger. There might be monetary problems over there because of the Ghanavim, but it's not sakana. The Gemma says, no. I'm There's no question against me. Hatam soter u Over there, we actually let you knock down the old wall and rebuild a totally new wall. Here, haka, where the wall has a breach in it, boneh velo soter. We only let you fix the breach, but we don't let you demolish the old wall. So, therefore, it's two different cases. In the case where the wall is going to fall, you can knock it down and rebuild a new one. But in the case where you have a chazir and the wall just has a breach in it, there they just let you repair the old wall on Hula Mu'ed. The Gemara says, wait, over there in the case of the wall under the Shutanabim, just demolish it. Why do you have to rebuild it on Hula moed? The whole point is it's Sakana. So therefore, knock the old wall down and then repair it. After, after Why do they let you repair it and build a whole new wall? Because if they know that they're not going to be allowed to build a new one, they won't demolish it in the first place. And if they're not going to demolish it in the first place, what's going to happen? Sakana. So therefore, they allowed you to demolish it, and they allowed you to rebuild it in order to motivate you to demolish it. That's why it's permissible in that case. But in the case of a Hatzer, where there's just a breach in the wall, so fix the wall. There's no reason to knock it down. And that differentiates between the two cases. In a case where we have a wall that's going to fall down and the shoot at a beam, they were very lenient. Knock it down and build it from scratch again. But in a wall in a Hatzer that has a breach in it, just patch it up. Patch it up, even Kedarko. Why? There's a monetary loss of Ganabim, but there's no reason to knock down that wall. And therefore, Hazda has no problem with that case. Amar is Meduyeket. That again, that there's a difference between a Hatser wall and a garden wall. Diktani, what does it say? What do we learn in Mishnah? In Shemitah, you're allowed to fix these walls in the normal fashion. Now, what are we talking about? Deheka. What type of wall are we talking? the If it's talking about that in Shemitah you could fix a Shemitah wall, you don't have to tell me that you could fix a Shemitah wall in Shemitah. There's no restrictions against building Shemitah walls in Shemitah. There'll be no need for the Mishnah to come along and tell me that. Of course you can, you're you allowed to work during Shemitah and build Shemitah walls. Mishnah doesn't have to tell me regarding that. Oh, must be it's referring to a garden wall and what's the chedush over here what's the chedush that you can build a garden wall in Shemitah it's nothing to do with the field no even though it might appear that what, that you're protecting your field now because you're putting a wall around it and therefore I would have thought it's forbidden that it's okay that it's uh, it's, it's, it's permissible and therefore it says it's not a problem oh but what do you see from this over here? Shema'amina, that the Mishnah was talking about a garden wall. But it was not talking about a hatzer wall. Because by Shemitah, you have to say it was talking about a garden wall. <coughs> and the Hadush of Shemitah is what? That you're allowed to do it Kedarko. And in Holom Oed, <coughs> you're allowed to do it Shiloh Kedarko. But a hatzer wall, you could do it Kedarko. So then we've proven that our Mishnah must have been talking about a garden wall and not a hatzer wall. Because there is a distinction, like the Fajda said, between garden walls that you're able to do shilok <coughs> Kedarko. Meshen ken a chaser who all that breached you're allowed to do it kedad kah and now rabbi we move on to the next mishnah. Rabbi Meir Omer roim e tenigaim lehaker, avalo lachmir vachamim omrim don lehaker vado lachmir. Beautiful mishnah. We have a very situation of somebody that has negaim. Tada, leprosy. Now, we know a person who has leprosy, he has to go to the Kohen in order to get a ruling, whether he's Tamir or whether he's Tahor. Question is, do we tell the Kohanim to render rulings on Sara'at, on, <coughs> on the holiday, on Cholamoyed? So over here we have a Mahloket. Rabbi Meir comes along and says that we only give lenient rulings, you know, only Tahor rulings we give, but not Tamir rulings. And hakamim come along, which is lehakir v'lo lachmir. Hakamim say, "Lo lehakir v'lo lachmir." We don't let the queen inspect sarakat at all, not to be lenient and not to be strict. Let's read the she over here, rabba. in it to the ga'im lehakir. negat zaraat b'moed le'taher. If he's going to be mitaher the nega, baruch haba, but olachmir. Why? She'im roe akwen shu tameh. If the queen sees that it's tameh, eno omer kelum. Aha, he won't say anything. So you see, according to the Bime'in, it's Taluy under Cohen's uh, diagnosis. If he doesn't say anything, nothing happens. So therefore, if he sees it's going to be Tahor, he'll tell the guy, Tahor, beautiful, happy holiday. Made him very happy on the holiday. Mashiach, if it's Tameh, he's not going to say anything. So therefore, no, 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 no I'm done. But the Hachamim obviously argue, and they say, because it sounds like according to the Hachamim, you cannot not render a decision once the queen's looking at it. He has to say it's either good or not. Then Therefore, they say he could not uh, inspect uh, at all. Now we'll see exactly the gemara. The gemara is going to explain this machloket in a beautiful way. Tanya, Rabbi Meir, Omer, Aw Mishna, Roin It Negaim LeHakel, Aval Lo LaChmir. Rabbi Yoseh, Omer, Lo LaHakel VeLo LaChmir, which is the Hachemim of Mishna. Since we have the same machloket, between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yoseh. Again, Rabbi Meir says, Lehakel velo lahamir. Rabbi Yoseh says, the queen should not look at Sara'at, b'chalal. Lo l'hakel velo l'achmir. She'im atan nizkak this is Rabbi Yoseh talking. Because if you're going to have to look at tzara'at and be lenient, af lahamir. you're going to have to be stringent as well which is according to Rabbi said, the Kohen must make a ruling. He cannot say, I'm not saying anything. It's either tahor or tameh. So therefore he says, you know what? Don't get involved b'chlal. Rabbi Meir argues. He says, no, you can make a ruling of tahor, and if it's tameh, don't say anything. Again, we're going to see the case exactly in the botai. The Yemaraz says, we have an opinion of Rabbi. This is the key now. I'm a Rabbi. He says, we're going to follow the opinion of Rabbi Meir in the case of a musgar. Well, let's review the laws of Tzara'at, Rabotay. You have a case where there was a, a, a guy who was rendered a mitzora already. The, the Quran said, tzara'at. the first rendering, he's called a mitzora musgar. Musgar means it has to be put in quarantine. Everybody knows what quarantine is, Rabotay. Now, what happens is, after a week, the Kohen looks at it again and he has to make a ruling. If nothing changed and it remained uh, as is, so then already he puts him as a musgar again. That's called his scared shinit. And then he uh, w- waits again seven days. And then, if the tzara'at didn't change and everything was fine, the Kohen is mittahid him. Or if the uh, Tzaraat starts to grow and starts to take on signs of Tum'ah more. Then he makes him a mitzora mukhlat Muchlat means he is uh, totally uh, uh, confirmed and therefore uh, they send him out uh, Chus LaMachane and now he has uh, the regular the regular laws. And we're going to see that, uh, we'll see that now. So comes the Gemara says that that which we have this between the bimi'ir and the yoseh. So Beast says, I'm going to tell you who the halakha is like. It's going to go like the Mi'ir when it comes to a musgar. What does that mean when it comes to a musgar? So look at that sheet. Now, we'll see what case is this. Is this a hezger rishon or hezger sheni? Be patient, Abotai. All this will be understood. And we're going to take the opinion of Rabi Yose regarding the muhlat. Amar Now we explain de Lo I'm sorry, de Oh beautiful. If the guy's Tahor going into Holamued, everybody agrees the Kohen does not look at the guy. Because it can be a problem. He could ruin his holiday. If the guy's Tahor, first round, we don't let him go to the Kohen. Kohen doesn't render any ruling because if God forbid the Kohen tells him, by the way, you're tamer, there goes his holiday. So everybody agrees a Tahor guy does not get any Kohen, does not make any rulings on him. So put that, take that out of the picture. Now continue. Regarding a guy who's already his Girishon, everybody agrees, even Rabbi Meir, that he can get, give a ruling. Because n- n- nothing can change. There's no harm. If he tells him, Tahor, happy holiday. Be great. If he tells him, tameh, well, he was scared going into the holiday. So he's just scared of Big deal. No harm done. So everybody will agree, in that case, when he's scared already, there's no problem to make a ruling on it. Because, Tahor, he got lucky. be Beautiful. Hag tameh, but nothing changed. He was Tamer ready. So where's the Machloket between the two rabbis? So the Machloket is, keeping, shini. Oh, oh. Where the guy already is Hizker Shini, and now he can either become a muhlat or Tahor. Because he's skir Shini already. He can become worse. Muchlat, as we're going to see, is worse than his kid Shini. Namor sabar talya milta. The Bimeir says, listen, you cannot render somebody Tahor or Tameh only on the words of the Kohen. So beautiful. If he says, and the kahor, Kohen sees he's Tahor, he will say what? Tahor. Beautiful. Now you made him Tahor. He has a beautiful holiday. If he sees that he's Tameh, he won't say anything. And therefore, no problem. So the, in the case of Eskir we follow the le velo Mor sabar minikat bechohen tal yamilta itahor amar tahor if he's tahor he'll tell him tahor and the difference is haksemaiah viitame shatik and if he won't make him a muchlat on the holiday now what is the bio say hold umor sabah no letaharo or letame or ketiv you must make a ruling letaharo or letame there's no such thing as shatik according to the bio say we we can keep quiet. He has to make a conclusive ruling, either Tahor or Tameh. So, therefore, if it's going to be his shini, you might ruin him on the holiday, according to the B.Y. Because he might have to tell him that what? He is indeed a, 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 a Muhlat. And therefore, according to him, you're going to cause him obviously uh, uh, distress on that over there. And therefore, that's the way we understand the Mahaluk. I'm reading it as she now. More second line. It's on the if he doesn't want to be lo He's not tameh. Just keep quiet. He could look at his If he sees that this guy is really tameh, He won't tell him anything quiet. Because now you're making him from a sheni to a That's the makhluk between the yose and Rabbi Me'id. and that's uh, uh, one way of of, uh, of of learning it. Now the governor goes back. Amar Mor, Amar Rabbi. Now we go back. It seems that we're going to take the opinion of Rabbi Yosef that we're going to take Rabbi Yosef's opinion when it comes to a beautiful. Beautiful. So that's the way we learned that we're going to take the opinion of Rabbi Yoseh, regarding a mukhlat, that if already he's confirmed the mitzvah, we're not going to make a ruling on him, and we're going to take the be regarding a muskar, and we know that's referring for a muskar shini. So the Gemara said, hold it." We have much the opposite. We have a braiter that says we take the be the Rabbi said, we take the be and the Meir, meid So we have a machloket. Uh, uh, in the opposite. So the gabara explains the two opinions of Rabbi. There's two opinions according to Rabbi. And now we're finally going to explain the whole sugya. and here's the key of the sugya. Let me just explain to you outside first then we'll read Rashi. What does a person rather have over here? Does a person rather be with his wife, meaning tashmish, to be together with his wife, or they do not care about that so much, but he cares more about being with the people. One is called saftad de ishto, meaning the closeness or the companionship with his wife, and one is called saftad de Alma, meaning being with the people. That's where the two opinions of Rabi are going to hinge on. Now we have to read the Rashid Rabotai and we're going to read Rashid Mor Sabar Saftad de Ishto Adifle. Remember we said, according to the first opinion of Rabbi, we we follow Rabbi Meir Behizgir Shini, meaning what's his Kir The guy already is a, 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 a second time a quarantine. So what did we say earlier? If he's Tahor, Baruch Abba, Tahor, great. If he's Tameh, he won't say anything. So he says, He says, Because if he tells him tahor, he'll be happy. Oh, here's the key. Even if he's going to say tameh, and what? He's going to turn him into a muhlat, and you're going to send them outside of the three inche, and therefore he loses his companionship with the people. Once he gets thrown out of the three machanot when he's a mukhlad, he cannot be with any people. He doesn't care. He's okay. You know why he's okay? He's okay. Unbelievable. He's allowed to be with his wife. So therefore, according to this opinion over here, we're going to take Rabbi Meir in What does it mean over here? Which means we can we will take Rabimir bin Muskar and say what? Muskar Sheni. If he's Tahor, great. And if he's Tameh, so what? Because what's gonna happen? He's gonna turn him into a Muklat, so what? So what's gonna end up happening to a Mukhlat? He's gotta leave the three Mahanot. What does he lose? He loses companionship with people because he's gotta be sent out of the Mahane. No problem. But he doesn't care, he can still be with his wife. So since he can still be with his wife, he didn't rule his holiday. So therefore, we can take the in the case that what? And therefore what? Because he's not going to lose his wife, even if you make him a mochlat. And we're going to take the Bime'ir in that what? does that mean? Even if you're going to meet him. The alpha gab the mahane yisrael. Once you mitahed a muhlat, he's allowed to go back to the people. It the tsara the le the sabatad the ishto. Once when he starts to count the seven days after the queen renders him tahor. After he's a muhlat, he's not allowed to be with his wife anymore. And therefore, yerundis hal. The asudu the kemen the mitahed mahaluto. Once he starts to become tahor from the Haluta state, miveder the mivnis shivai yemisifrus to count seven clean days or seven days, So let, 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 let's get this good over here. Which means, according to the first version, that says what? That we can render rulings, we're going to take the What does it mean, let him make a ruling, you won't lose out if you make a ruling according to the why? If you tell him Tahor, beautiful, he's Tahor. If you tell him Tamer, so what? He made, he made him a mukhlat, he still can be with his wife. So therefore, since he can still be with his wife, he'd rather be with his wife, even though he loses the companionship with the, with the people. So therefore, you have no, uh, you have no problem. Which means, it, 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 the, the first opinion holds, a guy would rather be with his wife, and therefore it's okay to make rulings like uh, Shini because Bimanatak, he will be Tahor or even if you make him a Mukhlat, it will be okay as well. However, we're gonna take the Yoseb bin no rulings bin Why no rulings bin be Because if he's going to tell him that he's tahor, what's gonna happen now? You're taking away his wife. Because once he's tahor from Mukhlat, he's gotta count seven days. So, therefore, you're taking him away from, the, uh, from his wife, and therefore, even though he can be with the people, this opinion holds that. Beautiful. Now let's get the second opinion. The second opinion that says that we take it to be the exact opposite, holds like this. The Mitzurah would rather be with people than to be with his wife. Okay, some people are like that. So the Gebarat says over here, that what? Therefore, will we'll, we'll Davka look at him in the Haluto stage? Why? If you say Tameh, he's not worse than he was already. But if you're going to say he's Tahor, at least he can go back with the people. You're right, he won't be able to be with his wife at that point. But he can be with the people. So therefore... There's no problem to take the BBE to look at, look at uh, Tzara'at. He says, And <speaking in the Bible> we'll take the B'yoseh meaning that we're not going to look at sara'at and a Mosgar. Why? Because if you're going to have to be in Mosgar, it becomes a now he loses his companionship with the people because he's got to be sent out of three mahanood. That's the difference. That's basically what this, the two two sides hinge on. You know, what does the guy rather? Is the guy rather be with his wife, uh, and then don't take that away from me on cholam Moed, or don't take away my social, don't take away my uh, my friends on cholam So that would all depend on those two uh, items, and that would depend on uh, the machlo between the, the two opinions of rabbi. Now, but what do you see from this over here, You see from this an amazing anyan over here. You see from this, you see from this, that a mitzvah Muchlat is mutar Bitashmish. So the Gemara says, de mutar Are you telling me that a Muchlat is mutar and Mitah? The Gemara says, you know what? In yes indeed. look at the beautiful proof. So it says, after the person is Tahor from muhlat, meaning he's confirmed Mitzvah, he's outside the camp, the Kohen comes and sees him and says, you're Tahor now. Now, you don't become Tahor right away. He has to count seven days. So it says, during the counting of the seven days, to get out of mukhlat, the Pasuk says, where does he do? He's got to go outside his tent. What does a tent mean? Whatever we say tent means, the, the house with his wife. How do we know that Aholo means Tashmish Amita? Because when it mentions the Ohel, it's referring to his wife. I remember the Jewish people at Har Sinai, and I think it's this week's parasha. You remember after, after Matan Torah was over? <coughs> so what did God say? Tell them to go back to their wives. So we, what do you see from over here? The only time it says, Tashmish Amita, is when he's counting the seven days after halita, after he's a muhlat. Uh, but when he's a muhlat itself, it's mutar. Mutar to be with b- the tashmish. Rabbi Yehuda proof: seven days he will count. The days of counting, it's forbidden to be with his wife, but not the days of his... Uh, confirmation. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yuda, Omed. He argues. Shavat Yemez If you tell me that in the seven days where he's counting to become tauri, he's forbidden with his wife. Kavahomer lemechaluto. Then kavahomer, what is the haluto? Then when he's, when is bishat is mitzrayat itself? That's the kavahomer he makes. So he argues. He says if he's a suitor, he has to when he's purifying himself from the mitzrayat muklat certainly he's going to be forbidden in the muhlata itself. I went in front of Rabbi and I told him the following. You taught the king. And Oziyahu became a Mitzorah the last 25 years of his life. And he was a Mukhlat Mukhlat. And what? He had his son Yotam when he was a mitzvah Mukhlat. <laughs> and then what do you see over here? That's mutar. So he says, didn't you teach us that that Oziah again was a mitzvah Mukhlat when he had Yotam? The Gemara comes along and says, Amar lo. So the bee told him, Af ani kach amarti. Yes, indeed, I said it. And then what do you see from this? That a bee must hold that there's no problem for mitzvah muklat to have uh, to have tashmish. And therefore, that's why the bee said that when he's a Mitzurah Muchlat, he'd rather be with his wife. And therefore, it's okay to, uh, uh, we can take the bee me'ir sheni, according to that opinion. Because Even if you're going to tell him tamer, you make him a Muchlat. So what? He can still be with his wife. And therefore, we see that the bee did not hold of this Kalvach Now, if you just want to see uh, quickly over here, botai. There is a Tosfot over here, long Tosfot. I know we're not doing all the Tosfot because of the constraints of time, but a little Tosfot we can do. Look at the Tosfot. Yotam no haya lo loozia, ela bime haluto. Pirusha Rab Klonimos, tiktiv, u'b'od shishim v'chamesh shana yachat Efraim me'am v'heinu minnebu'at Amos. In the Nebu'at of Amos, we have Amos with us today also in the Shi'ur, but we have in the Nebu'ah of uh, Amos over here, that says what? It says, Even though Yishaya made this prophecy, Yeshaya gave a prophecy of the Galut at the time of Uziyah's leprosy. The angels in heaven wanted to burn Uziyah, and the lower angels wanted to swallow him. Who more than what Amos? They count this uh, from the time of Amos's prophecy. Shnatayim if now alaash. Two years before Oziyah became a metora. We Israel galah, we Israel galoy yigdem ma'alad mator. She'az digzera gizera. Fine. We yesh ad galut Oshaya ben Allah. Shaya b'shnat chesh the Chazkiyah. There was a galut of Oshaya ben Allah, which was in the sixth year of Chazkiyah. Uh, so he makes a chasbun like this. Same. chesh shanim. So it's 65 years from the time of the uh, prophecy. So let's see over here. Bet Shanim, Kodim Nagod. Two years before Uziah became uh, uh, Tzara. That's the, that's the prophecy of Amos, was two years before he became Tzara. So let's just keep, keep track with the calculation, boys. So that's two years. din nagod Uzziah, Shanim, moto. Plus the 25 years then of Uziah's actual leprosy, which is the last 25 years of his life, which is 27 altogether so far. The Vav the Yotam. And then Yotam was a king for 16 years. So that's 27 and 16. That's 43. the Isre de And then 16 of Ahaz, So that's 57. Vesheish And then 6 of Hizkiya. Ayah Galut. In the 60th that's when the Galut happened. That's 65 years. Again, let's count it again. Uh, we're counting two years prior, before the Gezerah. And then we're counting the 25 of Uziyah's leprosy. That brings us to 27. And then Yudvav the Yotam. So what's 27 and 16? 37, that's 43. And Shesh is the so 43 and 16. 43 is 53 is 56. Veshesh Sheshli is 61. Now, where am I missing the four about that? How are we getting 65? 59. 59. 59. So 59 and 6. Ah, so there you go. So therefore it's 65 years. Now, Tosfok continues his proof. The Yotam Ben he Shanim. Yotam was 25 years old when he became the king. So therefore he says, That must have been that he had a, uh, he had Tashmish during his haluta, the last 25 years of his life. <laughs> because he was 25 years uh, when he was king. So therefore 25 years prior when he was born, his father was still Metzora. So therefore he must have been conceived. When Oziah uh, was a mitzora, haya Fine. Now, what is what is what is, is Rabbi Yosei going to what, what is the rabbi that says it's asur to have tashmish going to say on this? Rabbi Yosei Rabbi Yehuda holds what teshmish is asur. So, what are you going to do with this case over here? Okay, he can say that. He became a at tsaraat at, at the end of the year, but Yotam was conceived in the beginning of the year. So, if you have no raaya that uh, muclat is mutar betashmish, you could say that when he was conceived, it was before the Tzara'at came. Same year, early in the year he became uh, conceived with Yotam. At the end of the year, he became a. So that's how he's going to get out of it. Okay. Then the tefot goes in with some uh, years and calculations. Okay. me'pligi. What's this mahalokin over here? whether a, a muqlat is mutar betashmish amita. What is it based on? Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi rachmana The Torah only said, that what? That it's asur bimeh sefirot, meaning during the times of his counting. make a haloto, tamekakabachomer. If bimeh sefirot, when he's becoming tahori, he cannot have tashmish, so certainly when he is a muqlat, that's his logic. Umor sabad, but the Behuda has no. Maide gale gale, maide lo gale, lo gale. What's written is written. What's not written is not written. The Torah only won't be me sefirot, not be mechanuto. And he doesn't make the kava homer. And Tosfot comes along and says, Yesh makshin. Lama en rabidur esh kava homer. Why doesn't he make this kava homer? A person is allowed to make his own kava homers. So why doesn't he make the kava homer like the other rabbi? So he says, Veshema yesham percha. Maybe there's a pirkhat this kadahomed Shema Or maybe the whole concept of mitzurah is a Hidushu, So that you don't add more than you, you can. Meaning the whole thing is a khadusu. Wherever it's said, it's said. Wherever it's not said, it's not said. Inam meh mashma mi'ut la Right. We don't make a homin if you have an explicit exclusion. The fact that Torah says the seven days of sefirah sounds like it's saying only in the seven days of sefirah, but not not somewhere else. So when you have an exclusion, that tells me don't make it. Now the Gemara comes along and says, you told me you're going to be me'ir, that what? It, 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 the ruling of the Kohen makes him tahor or tameh. It's dependent on the verdict of the Kohen. It's not automatic. And therefore, the Gemara comes along and says, "Are you telling me the Memra the told Like we said, according to Mimir, if he doesn't want to make a ruling, he keep quiet. The Gemara says, "Yes, in in it is." Everybody agrees. By the way, let's go slow. Everybody agrees that until the Kohen makes a verdict, it's not Tamir. That's no machloq. Not not Ben Rebi meir Ben Rebi Yosef. The court's got to make a verdict. That's the Gemara's question. Who told you that Sara'at is dependent on the verdict of the kohen? Gemara says, "It is as we learned heraot bo." So on the day that the kohen observes it, yes, yom ebo, yom she ebo. so you see in this pasuk that not every day. Do we tell the Kohen to look at the tzara'at? Some days he looks, some days not. But what do you see from there? That it's dependent on his ruling. What's the case? Mikan amru, hatan. Hatan. She'll The guy, Hazit, became a hatan, he got tzara'at. Notnim lo shivati mishteh. We don't make any rulings on his tzara'at. Give him the shiva barakot. Give him the seven days. Law, whether it's tzara'at on his body, Ulbeto beto, tzara'at on his house, ul or tzara'at on his garments. We don't want ruin the seven days. Similarly, if anybody has got a sarat on the holiday, we give them the seven days of the holiday. So what do you see from over here? That it's dependent on the Kohen. It's not automatic. So that's the pasuk. The pasuk again is saying, which sounds like there's a certain day that the Kohen looks, but it's depending on when the Kohen Looks. That's the first opinion. Rabbi Uda says, You don't need that. I'm a different proof. That's the one. Sorry, that's the Rabbi Uda. Rabbi Omer, Enot Vitsiba Kohen, Remember, we said by Nega of the house. What does the Kohen do before he makes a ruling? Before he makes the ruling of the Tzarat of the house, he tells the guy, Take out all the stuff from your house. Why? Because once he makes the ruling that it's Tameh, he's going to make Tameh all the stuff in the house. So he says, listen, I'll I'll suspend my ruling until you take everything out of the house. But what do you see from over here? It's totally on the Kohen. If the Kohen can wait to make his ruling for a voluntary item, meaning just to save the guy's property, or the more so he'll be able to suspend his ruling for a chata to or for a guy to if the Kohen's ruling is suspended temporarily, to give the guy time to clean out his house, to take out all the stuff outside so it will not become tamer, which is a voluntary item. Certainly the Kohen can suspend his ruling to give the guy to give the guy Berachot, seven days, to give the guy uh, the holidays. But what do you see from over here? That it's all dependent on the ruling of the Kohen. So the Gemara says, whether you learn it from uh, or you learn it from uh, the Sada'at of the house, my benayu, Amar rabaye mashma shin benayu. No, nafkamina. This rabbi felt this pasuk was more uh, mashma, and the other rabbi felt the other pasuk was more mashma. No nafkamina. Just which pasuk they learned it from. One rabbi learned it from biyom Oto, and the other rabbi learned it from tzaraat habayit. Veravah Amar no, divar Reshutika ikah benayu. No, there's a big nafkamina. Divar reshut. Are you allowed to suspend the ruling for a voluntary item? If you're learning it from Sarat you can suspend it even for a voluntary item. But if you're learning it from the other pasuk, you only learn from Hatam and from rege, which is mitzvah items. So that'll be What is the uh, uh, reason you can suspend a uh, uh, a ruling? The the Gemara says, wait. The Rabbi lo Why didn't the Rabbi learn from Sarat that if I can suspend my ruling on Sarat till the guy takes his stuff out of the house, so certainly, which is divided issue, so certainly I should be able to suspend it for the Bar Mitzvah. He says, no, 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 the Hidushu, which with Sarat the Hidush. So you can't learn anything from Sarat That itself is a is a novelty. <laughs> okay, the whole Sarat is a novelty, but Kandir Sarat Abay is even a, a a bigger novelty. If you look at Rashi over there, he says, Baram Rashi. Which means, maybe you can only learn, you can suspend your ruling over there, but not, not anywhere else. So that's why he has to learn it from a different place. Beautiful. Now look at Tosfot, Rabotai. We'll do one more Tosfot. Yes, right? Yom There's certain days where we don't look at the tzaraat, and what's those days? Hatan or the regel. So he says tema lama la hakel adrabah. We learned in our mishnah that the beim holds you could you could look at tzaraat lehakel. So therefore, let, let him look at the hatan lehakel, not leachmir. So it's a win-win. If he's tahor, beautiful. And if he's uh and, and and if he's not, he won't say anything. what's the problem? Let it be me and just look at him like him. That's the first question. Tema let it be me, lama in rola, the odd le my definition binuit shatkila tisger, leolanya colour. Not only, we learned at the beginning of the Gemara that everybody holds in the beginning when he's when he's tahor. everybody holds you can look at salat Even if you say nobody says it's a problem. Because Memanab if you can say tahor, <inaudible> so then, what, 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 what's the I mean, problem? And then he's just, he won't say anything. Again, the my depression. alma Oh, sorry. According to to the benu that everybody knows in the beginning of his skimming his scheme shown, there's no nafkabinah ruin le'akel. They Exactly. He could use. There should always be a heted to look at the Hatan. If he's tahor, no problem. And even if he forget his ger rishon, me Either he'll remain in his ger, no harm lost, or make him tahor. So, therefore, what's the problem What's asking? So he says the odd. The odd. If you knew it, I'd Okay, that's another question. So if Tosfos is asking, he doesn't know why the law is that you don't look at a hatan. There should be some cases where we will look at a hatan. Again, if he's tahor, what's the loss? Tema be made again. Lama We always look like him and, and, and even if he's good, the l'chaorai should be, it should be permissible. That's his question. Okay, but nonetheless, what do we do see from over here, Abutai? That there are times that we suspend the ruling. So therefore it shows you that it's talui under Kohen's words. Okay, Abutai, we'll stop over here. amen, Tomorrow morning, same time.